0: Sure. Um, but I try to wake up each day and I'm trying to say, OK, what can I do to positively impact my life and maybe those people that are around?
1: Yeah. Try to help those Iranians. If you see an opportunity, the smallest thing in the world, just to have people turn and go look at you and go, hey, thank you. You know, you go, no worries. OK, so with everything in the news, talking about COVID, uh, it's the culture we live in right now. So. Um, turn on the news this morning and get my daily dose of animosity back and forth. And regardless of what side of the argument you're on, and it shouldn't even be an argument, it just is what it is. This is We have to come together to, to get through this. And you know, I want to get away from the debate, so to speak, of this is right, this is wrong, and just talk about what's happening on the ground right now. So um, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of uh, being behind the bar. So, for example... Last night, sitting there, walking behind the bar, and some couple customers are sitting there. It's obviously very quiet, given the restrictions. So they look at me and they said, "Do you think you're going to get shut down?" And I just look back and I said, "Look around. We already are. There's, there's nobody here." I mean, and, and I get it. I understand why. Um, I think some people might even look at it right now like it's almost irresponsible to go out to dinner. Um, but then you read articles that say restaurants really aren't the problem. It's more the the private house parties where... Everybody's drinking, nobody's got a mask on, the affection, the hugs, and you go that's where it really blows
0: up and then they just disperse and go and spread it. We don't know. So you have a couple of drinks and you go you may you may enter a party thinking okay, I'm going to be really you know, I'm going to be cautious about everything. Sure. You have a couple of drinks and you see it probably firsthand. You have a couple of drinks and it goes out the window, so to speak. <laughs> and the, do, you, do you see people like walking across the bar without oh, face yeah, masks well,
1: and we have to um, we have to basically our place, we have to reference it. Folks, please either put on a mask or you have to sit down. And it's, it's kind of like elementary school revisited, you know, with adults in a bar, in a restaurant. So you know, as an example, I want to talk about what's happening on the ground, like what I'm actually seeing, because I think that's a lot more effective than just having a debate about who's right and who's wrong. Let's just put all that aside for now and just report what's happening here. Um, last Friday night, same routine. Uh, it was kind of a date night thing. Every check that I had that night, there wasn't many of them, but it was all <clears throat> husbands and wives, boyfriend and girlfriend, and they're just going out to dinner. And inevitably what I noticed throughout the course of the evening is one of them was sort of the designated driver that was, you know, honey, you go ahead. I'm just going to have my two and have dinner and go from there. The other one was just literally going for it. Now, whether it was the husband or the wife. <laughs> Overachiever. Yeah. And it starts out really quiet. Good evening, folks. How are you? And, you, know, you get them set up and a couple drinks and they have an appetizer and a drink and then they have a second drink before dinner comes and then dinner comes and and then one of them would just kind of pull back. And just, I'd be waiting to kind of give him the check. And there was this one woman who, she just, she just, she was going for it. She just, she just kept, yeah, i have another one. Yeah, i have another one. And, and you're looking, and, you, and I finally, I looked at her and I just said, how's everything? She just, she looked at me and I, I, she just said, I feel like this is our last hurrah. This is our last night out. So I'm just going for it. I'm just, yeah. I mean, and it wasn't even about, she just wanted to cut loose. She's, you know, we have a babysitter and we're out. So she's, like I said, she's just going for it. So, you know, I don't know about a shutdown. I I think that, bigger picture, it feels like local governments are waiting for some sort of federal stimulus to be passed. And then once that's passed, that's kind of their safety net to say, okay, now we have to shut down. But it, it almost feels like, I mean, economically, obviously... Uh, who would want this job? This, I mean, to be in office to, yeah. to have to deal with both sides. But right now, it, it seems like from a governor's standpoint, right now, he's he's doing what is probably causing the least amount of damage for his own ability to govern. Which is, if people are against going out right now, well, they're not going to go out, right. There's nothing um, you're going to do to convince them even if you say it's fine. So be it. Um, but if, And, and if, if people don't want to go out, well, they're going to go out and do their thing. But if you shut down, now you have everyone screaming at you right now. At, animosity. Least, at least with a stimulus package passed, even if it isn't enough, so to speak, it's still somewhat of a shield or a safety net against you know the backlash you get from shutting down.
0: I, I I look at this you, you you talk about alcohol and and drinking I do I do look at this time that we're in as an opportunity uh for people to kind of reflect on who they are and what they're doing and you make those choices is you know because right now i think people are drinking more than they ever have that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. from people i've talked to from personal experience you know i haven't had a drink in a a while here and i'm feeling better than i ever have but the pandemic helped me get to the point where i said what am i doing Mm -hmm. um So I think people are going through mental health challenges right now, uh, more so than they have in the past. And being locked down, in their homes so to speak not seeing as many people as they may have in the past is is creating some havoc on their lives so i think we're when you and i see each other we go out and we see people only seeing a little bit of what's happening um you know i i am hearing stories about abuse at home that are that's happening behind closed doors things that you know people just kind of they don't see it on facebook you don't see it in social media sure. uh, but there are some things happening right now that uh we need to pay attention to and people need to know that there are places they can go to for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of pain out there.
1: Well, and instinctively what it turns into is this, everyone's kind of amped up at each other. And it's, have you ever noticed, I mean, obviously, everyone's noticed that people snap at you and you take it personally, and you go, what's your problem? What did I do? And you go, you didn't do anything. People are just not amped them. up right now. Exactly, we all have our own little drama going on inside of our head, our own story. So I think we would do ourselves a great service by stepping back when somebody's going at us, and just say, "I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you just be with that I for wonder now." Wonder what like. going through. Yeah, exactly. And it's just kind of you know we don't know what we don't know, so to speak. And this is nothing new, but this is a new example of how to exercise that ability to say. Time out, like, I'm just going to let you have heightened. your minute here and just leave it alone. But as soon as you fire right back, oh, it just blows up. It's and heightened it's,
0: right now because people are looking for that fight. I yeah. think they're 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 looking for an outlet. Sure. And maybe they, they aren't able to win that argument at home, yep. and so maybe they take it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, we can't begin to understand. All we can look at is what we're dealing with ourselves. But there are people out there that um, they're having a really hard time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to friends that just are not doing well with this at all.
1: Well, look at the convergence of what's going on right now. I mean, obviously the election, the holiday season, COVID-19, all these things are coming to a head as we're approaching Christmas. And I I think that, you know, as we head toward Christmas, I think you're going to see the shutdown and it's going to be postured as a longer Christmas, New Year's break that might go from December 15th or 20th to, you know, middle of January,
0: February. I, I, we don't know. And nobody knows. Um, and that that fear of change. I think I pe- people like to be in a routine. I mean, I do. I like to, you know, I time block, you know, you like sure. to have a, a schedule that you're used to and you can predict. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a problem with our kids, you know, and our, our the teachers that are out there, they're overworked and we just don't know what's coming next. Yeah. And a lot of that's being dictated by people other than you know that we don't have any control over. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I another thing I think people are extremely fearful is the unknown. They're they're scared of contracting. COVID-19, uh, not only contracting it, but if they contract it, and chances are if they do contract it, they're probably going to be okay. But what are the long-term ramifications of that? Sure. And I know that y- you, for one, have had COVID, and I'd love to hear your you know, your perspective on it.
1: Well, to your point about the drinking aspect of it, I mean, that, that adds gasoline to the fire. But it, like you said, having tested positive, uh, it was over a month ago now, and gone through the process, the quarantine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's about the bigger picture of what happens. What's the process when you when, when this occurs? Fear, too. Well, it, it is. There's a certain level of fear. There's a certain level of anxiety. I, I don't tend to get real worked up no, a, lot, a whole don't. lot. I, I just <laughs> don't. I, <laughs> no. I, maybe it's just ignorance is bliss.
0: I, I don't know.
1: But for me, it was always a position of, OK, how, do you, how are we treating our responsibility for others? Sure. So for me, it was, you know, I, I had had a, a distant contact with it. I've got two, three months prior to testing positive or two or three weeks prior to it. And what occurred was, you know, came back negative. I went to the test, did the whole thing, comes back negative. And then the second time I had some like a like a flu, like just like a stomach kind of thing going on. And it wasn't really covid uh, symptoms, so to speak. But because I had a temperature, I notified work and they said, well, no, you gotta, you gotta get a test. Can't come back till you you wake up up with sweats or something. Oh yeah. And it was like fever and it was just like the annual bug, the bug that everyone flew, everyone gets. So looking at the symptoms, I go, nah, I'm all right, but I just still got to do the dance. Let's get the test. So I get the test and then over the weekend I'm waiting for it and it looked like it was like a two to three day turnaround for test results. It comes back on Monday and I'm reaching out to the boss saying hey look I don't have my results yet I'm due in by you know 330 this afternoon and he says okay well just let me know when you get them so I get the results back and the first test comes back and it comes in an email and you get the the, the negative and it comes in uh, green letters so I open up the email for this one and I'm waiting to just get him call back to work and say I'll be in shortly and the email comes through and open and I see the red letters no. and I' just kind of and you know it's this, I don't want to. this is nothing about me it's just that that human nature where you look at it and that's what I want to talk about today is the human side of it is I saw those red letters and I go, oh, you got to be kidding me And the first thing I thought was well there's 14 days to begin with. Um, I didn't really have any major symptoms but then it was I don't know if it's the placebo effect that you believe whatever is right in front of you or whatever you're experiencing but if somebody tells you you're positive you go oh, I was, supposed to, I was supposed to feel lousy. I am supposed to feel, and I felt okay. But then that night started with the headaches and achy and tired. And I think it was three or four days straight where I literally slept for 12 hours. I mean, it, it would be 8, 8.30 at night. You were healing. Uh, apparently, because I'd go to bed at, it would be, get to be 8 o'clock and TV's on. And I would just get up and, and just, I would hold myself off all day. I wouldn't want to sleep during the day because I didn't want to be up at night. But at eight, eight thirty, good night. And I, you're talking about somebody who doesn't go to. I don't go to bed before
0: midnight, pretty much every night of the week. But so. you had a pretty darn positive attitude during this whole thing too. I was talking to you on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and uh, from my perspective, and I haven't known you to have a negative attitude anyway. You're always pretty even keeled and positive. Uh, you were consuming book after book. You were you were you were growing. Uh, as a person So as opposed to looking at this as a, From a position of scarcity You were looking at it from this position of abundance Which from my perspective Was really cool
1: it was, It's free time So why not make use of it Because you know How many times have we all woken up in the morning And you go I got so much to do I just wish I had a free day to just do nothing. And then you have an opportunity to do nothing, and you go, well, I need something to do. (laughs) So so where do you go with this? For me, one of the treatments for um, beneficial treatments for COVID was ultraviolet rays. Sure. So, you know, basically what I'd heard is the sun's really good for this. So there were a lot of days. It was three or four days. You feel like you literally can't go outside. I went biking a couple days and um, just go for a walk. Or i just go out back, grab a chair, and just sit in the sun and just... Apparently, that's really good for COVID-19. It's it's not good for COVID. It kills it,
0: from what I hear. We were pretty darn uh, glad when you pulled through this, had minimal symptoms in comparison to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, it's it's really, really, you got to really tread lightly here because you don't know who you're speaking to, who's lost somebody, who's dealt. I mean, I have a few friends in the area that had tested positive around the time I did, but I hadn't seen them in forever. So they were reaching out to me saying you know do you know where you got it nobody i mean family friends everyone around me um, from family and friends all negative work related all negative so i don't know if i got it pumping gas or what but i'll be lying to you if i didn't think about what does this mean long term is there something that can happen down the road 60 minutes didn't help you with that with that episode yeah i I did i watched that and i said i don't want to watch this (laughs) the long haulers thing and you go I, I don't know. It, it is what it is, but it just. Here, here's the thing. You're forward. here now,
0: and I've seen a uh, a difference in you as well. And I, I've been a huge believer that the point point in life is believing that tomorrow is going to be better than today. Mm-hmm. So there's that hope, and just knowing that you know, regardless of where you are right now, we have the opportunity individually to make it better. Unfortunately, I believe that a lot of us out there get into a rut, and it's the mental health side of things. And we see things as just potentially progressing worse, especially with COVID, Uh, thinking about when a vaccine could come. Whereas I think we need to get around people who believe that things are getting better.
1: Well, flip it on its head and say, well, what what good comes out of this aside from perspective? What can you do? Well, COVID-19, with me, what the thing was, ever since this occurred... Um, the taste of alcohol. It just
0: tastes like poison. Maybe it's blossom.
1: Yeah, and it's it's given me like just free time and, and brain power where you know <laughs> you just notice different things and it's just maybe it's just a routine that you don't realize you're in. But like I said, alcohol to me right now tastes like poison, and I like the bad stuff. I like the double IPAs, yeah. oh, the yeah.
0: Scotch. I know I'm right
1: there with you. Scotch and eating an IPA, and I if if it's like when you're a little kid and you get sick and you realize whatever you ate that day, you go I can never eat that again. That's kind of how it feels right now. So. So
0: I, I don't know. I, I see this all as one big opportunity, and, sure. that's, not, and not, that's not all the time because I, I break down as well, and I need people to give me the pep talk, including yourself, saying, yeah. "Hey, if you looked at it from this angle." Sure. Um, but I try to wake up each day, and I'm trying to say, "Okay, what can I do to positively impact my life, and maybe those people that are around?"
1: Yeah, try to help those around you. Yeah. If you see an opportunity, the smallest thing in the world, just to have people turn and go look at you and go. Hey, thank you. You know, and you go, no worries. Well, and, gotcha.
0: and I welcome that. You know, I think a lot of people, this is the one thing that drives me absolutely crazy about social media. You look at social media and it's almost like, hey, everybody's life is absolutely wonderful. You know, it's like show, painting this picture of like the American dream. Well, guess what? The American dream, isn't. it's tough, man. Sure. Life is hard. Yeah. And we go through it each day and everybody goes through those trials and tribulations. All I'm saying is I, I like to help people. I mean, you probably know that. I like to help members of the group. I like to help people. So, um, my my phone is always I'm there for people. Um, even if you don't know me, but you've been following us, if you're watching what we're doing, I think you're of the same nature. You'll you'll drop everything and you'll run, despite you even doing something or needing something for yourself so i just want to throw that out there like these are tough times Um, there are places you can go to as well like safe futures if there's some domestic violence going on Um, if people just need somebody to talk to you're the best listener i've ever (laughs) i've ever met Um, and when you speak it usually has something really powerful to say but it's probably because you're listening so much I need to learn that from you.
1: Well, I'd, I'd rather listen than talk. I mean, the fact that I'm even doing this video—you know how I feel about social media. Priceless. It's not my thing. It really yeah. isn't. But just to have a conversation—that's that's what I want to get out of this. It's more of a human side of things. And it,
0: life is hard. Can be. Life is is again. It's it, but a, but each day, if you expect that you're going to have roadblocks and speed bumps that you're going to have to get through and navigate and solve problems, it's not just going to. You're not going to coast.
1: Yeah. Then it gets fun. Well, I think you almost get to a point where you anticipate it and say, okay, what's next? Bring it on. Let's let's get it. And then as soon as it lands in your lap, you have a, maybe a different perspective as opposed to why did this happen to me or did it happen for me? I, I don't know. That's powerful right there. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens for now. Appreciate your time. To be continued. Thank you. Thank you, sir.